This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. It's a beautiful day here in Brookings, South Dakota, and we're talking about Encounter. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Dylan Reinhart. And we have today with us um, a man, a student, who is a senior here at South Dakota State University. His name is Roberto Penaloza Valencia, and he was kind of a last-minute call-in. We had somebody else lined up that had a group project that was going on, and this man said yes with about 30 minutes of notice. So if you could just say a prayer for him, he doesn't really know what he's getting himself into, but I know that he's going to do great. Um, So, Roberto, thanks for joining us today, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So who are you, man? Who are you? What do you do? Give us a little background about yourself. Yeah, so uh, as Dylan mentioned, my name is Roberto Penaloza Valencia. I'm a senior here at South Dakota State University. I'm studying electrical engineering, so I'll be graduating in May. Mm. And I've actually got a job lined up uh, in Kansas City for a company called Burns & McDonald. They're an engineering consulting company, so I'll be working on designing energy storage systems for them. And I'm really excited because that actually also pairs in with my senior design project, which is essentially already doing that. So I've yeah. sort of already gotten to know some of the people in the group that I'll be working with. And today I just went with my project sponsor and he said they already have a desk picked out for me. Oh, so wow. That's exciting. I'm pretty excited. That's yeah, got to yeah. bring some peace, man, already having the job lined <laughs> oh, up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's the nice part about engineering is that the demand for jobs is just skyrocketing and mm. there's not very many engineers out there. So definitely feels good with that job security that's really cool man that's really cool where do you come from give us a little background about yourself too yeah so i mean starting way back from where it all started was in mexico i was actually born in mexico in the sort of central part the state is called queretaro it's it's not a huge state um but it's about three hours i believe north of mexico city and i was born there lived there until i was about six years old in first grade and then we came here to the united states we actually got to sioux city that's where i first went to school and then we sort of moved around quite a bit as i was a kid um probably anywhere from first grade to sixth grade we moved ballpark estimate probably seven times oh wow um just because my dad was constantly trying to find that better job to provide for the family Mm. and i mean thankfully everything went well for us and here we are today, and I. So the last place that I moved into was in Elkton, South Dakota, which is about 25 minutes away from your uh, east. And ever since then, I've just stayed in Elkton, and then I chose to come here to SDSU just so I could stay close to the family. It had an engineering program that was really good that I heard about, and also it was cheap for college, mm. um, just because I'm trying to pay for that myself. So yeah, absolutely, it's worked out pretty well so far. That's really cool. That's so inspiring, man. Like all the way from Mexico to Elkton, South Dakota, yeah. <laughs> man. And it's days like today where you're like, why am I here with this? Oh, I asked cold? myself that question <laughs> quite a bit. Oh, it was funny. We were up in Fargo stopping for food at that seat conference we were talking about, and it was like negative 40 degree wind oh. chill and everything. Roberto's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm in <laughs> South Dakota. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Roberto. I want to know, like, on campus, what kind of things are you involved in? I haven't known you very long. I think the first time I met you was the beginning of this year back in the fall. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you do on campus outside of just the Newman Center? And then we'll jump into kind of how you're involved, how you got involved with Focus with the Newman Center and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. So I'm part of two honor societies uh, for electrical engineering. One of them is called Tau Beta Pi, and it's a generalized engineering honor society. It's actually one of the biggest ones in the nation, I believe, mm. for engineering. 
So I'm involved in that. I was a treasurer last year, uh, but this year we just elected our new officers that are current juniors right now. So they'll be taking over until they're seniors, and then the election process mm -hmm. will keep going. Um, so that was a good time. Learned a lot about leadership and just helping plan out events and stuff like that. And I'm also part of the Electrical Engineering Honor Society. That's IEEE Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers. And there I'm just a member. Um, I attend just the events that they have and get to know some other electrical engineering undergrads, uh, sort of help out those uh, other students so yeah. then they can sort of bounce ideas off of me if they want or get some advice on certain classes because, you know, we all struggle with electrical engineering <laughs> at one point or another. So it's nice to have somebody else there that can help you out. Yeah. Uh, this semester, I'm really just trying to focus more on my studies. Uh, I've, I've been really working on my senior design project and then my other classes. One of them is fully project-based, so that's definitely something new that I haven't had before. Um, so just taking a lot of time to do that. Um, but I've also been involved with... Uh, more so last semester and last year. Um, once every week, I went to a class for Jack's Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. So it's a type of martial art, uh, if anybody out there knows what it is. Uh, it doesn't involve any punching or kicking or anything <laughs> like that. It's just rolling on the ground and doing submissions. And <laughs> it it's definitely a workout, and it teaches you to be very disciplined because mm. it's not something that you can just push your way through and white-knuckle your way through yeah. it. You have to definitely have discipline and no weight distribution and all that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm by no means good at it. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I find it very fun. That's cool. Yeah, That's really yeah. cool. And then in my free time, I like to uh, just go to the wellness center, play some racquetball with friends, mm. or um, go lift. I've definitely gotten more into riding the spinning bike, if you guys okay. know what that is. Yep. Um, I recently went to my first group fitness class. Nice. Uh, so nice. that was exciting. Bye. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty fun. And I've actually gone back since, and I actually convinced one of my other friends to go with so now we wake up at 5 a.m. and go to class <laughs> at 5.30 a.m. whenever we do. It's a fun oh, time. that's awesome. I didn't know you played racquetball. We should try to play sometime. Oh, you play as well? Yeah, I haven't oh, played definitely. in a while, but, man, I used to play a lot when I was at Wayne Let's State. Let's do it. <laughs> that's fun. That's cool, man. Um, so question for you, leading down this path. You know, last semester coming into the year, I had no idea who you were, right? And I've been working here as a missionary going on three years this year. And the guy who was supposed to be in here, Hunter, um, got you connected with us missionaries. Right. So what does that look like getting involved with focus? Um, how has that strengthened, yeah, your faith life while being here in this last year of college? Yeah, great question. Thanks for asking. Yeah. So first off, shout out to Hunter. He's a great guy. <laughs> uh, he's very outgoing. And if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have met as many people as mm. I have. Just because, you know, for example, I, I mean, spoiler alert, I attended Seek um, <laughs> this past week. And just a story, quick story about Hunter and me. So we were in the lunch line and the, one of the bishops was behind us. And Hunter turns to me and he says, oh, bishop's over there. We should go talk with him. <laughs> and, you know, I thought he was joking. And I thought, okay, sure, Hunter, like we can go talk to him. But he actually <laughs> brought me over there and just stuck his hand in front of Bishop and shook his hand. Awesome. And he's like, hey, Bishop, I'm Hunter. How are you? And then he introduced me and then we got to talking. So that was a really fun experience. But that. that's just the type of guy Hunter is. He's just yep. very outgoing, uh, loving to death. Um, but anyway, so back to the getting involved with focus part. So yeah, last year was whenever I met you, Dylan, uh, last semester actually. Mm. And I guess I, like I had been going to mass every Sunday, uh, either here at the Newman center or at St. Thomas More here in Brookings. Um, hadn't really been praying very much just because I, I guess I was sort of unknowledgeable and all that stuff. I just figured, Oh, you know, I need to go to mass every Sunday. Mm. That's about it. Yep. But I did feel like something was missing mm. and 
I was trying to find sort of that next step into growing my faith just because I was going through some things and I knew that I needed to go down the path of, of being faithful and, and starting to do more uh, with my Catholicism. So, you know, by the grace of God, uh, I got in contact with you and with Cody, the other folks missionary, and then he started talking to me and he was saying how I would maybe be a good fit for discipleship mm. and I didn't even know what that was at the time. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. So... He explained what that was to me, and one of the things that really stuck out to me was, yeah, you need to try to make time for prayer every day. Mm. And, you know, before, I had thought, oh, I have no time, because mm. I'm so busy with school, so busy with other commitments, I just have no time to make a commitment like this for prayer every single day, mm. because I just thought, you know, I'm never going to be able to live up to this. But, you know, I just felt something in me, and... I agreed to be in discipleship, and to be quite honest, when I agreed, I, I didn't know if that was the best choice or not, because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But, you know, looking back at it now, I'm very, very glad I mm. got into that, because I've gotten to know so many good people along the way. Um, but then, it, yeah, it started with discipleship, and then I, through prayer, uh, constant prayer, I grew in my faith, and I just felt a little more connected and a little more at peace, but... You know, back again, I, I felt like I needed to take that next step uh, this semester, and it just so happens that I was in a Bible study uh, through Focus. I wasn't leading it, but I was in it, and then I didn't think I would be leading it this semester, but here we are, and I am. You didn't think you'd be on the radio this semester. I didn't think I'd be on the radio. <laughs> Follow the Holy Spirit. I love it. Exactly. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, but the second week of this semester, uh, the guy that was leading it, he just wasn't going to be able to lead it anymore just because he moved away to Watertown for mm. his physical therapy stuff that he's studying. So he texts me and he says, hey, would you be able to lead a Bible study? And, you know, I, I was sort of hesitant at first because I thought, oh, I'm just not equipped to be leading a Bible study. I feel like I don't know enough. Like, he seems so knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I instead of saying no, I said, okay, how about this? Everybody that's in the Bible study takes turns leading it every week so then it's sort of a rotation and you know i'm not saying no but i don't have to lead it every week best of both worlds right yep well then cody reaches out to me since he's my folks missionary that he's my uh person that i do discipleship with and he says he wants to talk with me about it so i said okay sure let's talk about it and cody he's a very convincing man very <laughs> persuasive uh, full of conviction and after the talk that we had he, he basically just explained to me he's like yeah the reason i want you to lead it and not have this rotation is because I want you to be prepared for when you leave SDSU mm. and you move down to Kansas City so you can know how to lead a Bible study and how to lead others. Mm. And, you know, that's a great point, of course, um, but still I was sort of hesitant because I thought, well, I'm just not ready for this. But then I said yes, and, I mean, it's gone super well since. I, I love leading Bible study. I love the guys that are in the Bible study with me. Mm. I find that they teach me a lot of things. I, I feel like I'm the student there instead of the one leading it. So that's another experience. Uh, and then most recently with Seek, I was chosen to be a small group leader. And I found out because I checked my junk email. And it just so <laughs> happened that I had an email from McKenna, another focus missionary, yeah. saying I had been chosen. <laughs> so I saw that. And I, again, I thought, oh, man, I'm just not ready for this. Like mm. Bible study first and now leading a small group mm. when I have only led like one week of Bible study up to this point or something like that. So again, I was sort of just thinking, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm not worthy for this. Like there's way better people to lead this. Mm. But then, you know, I stuck with it and 
again, the guys in my small group, I feel like they taught me more than I taught them just mm -hmm. because I was talking through that in one of the small group discussions that we had. And I just said, yeah, I, like for all these different things, I just didn't feel like I was ready. And one of them made a really good point. He said, well, you're never ready. You might not be worthy, but with God, you are. Mm -hmm. And God calls those that are unworthy to make them worthy. Yeah. And then another one said, yeah, and sometimes the best teachers, or most of the times, the best teachers are the ones that don't know everything and mm. that still have to learn every day from the mm. students. Wow. So it was just eye-opening. And, I mean, Seek, we'll probably talk about it a little more later, but it was just an amazing experience. Um, so, yeah, that's been my involvement with Focus, and it's definitely helped me grow a lot. Wow. Thank you so much, Roberto. Uh, I think it's funny. One thing that I can hear Cody saying right now that I've coined to, it's like, if you're not praying, I can't lead you. Because if you're not being led by Jesus, I actually cannot help lead you. Which is really cool because that's something that we've really been like pinpointing on is like it starts with prayer. Like it starts with silence. Oh, yeah. So. All right. Well, we need to take a quick break and then let's continue down this path. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Stay with us for more Real Presence Live right after this break. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to all your favorite local shows like Awaken and Real Presence Live on any podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon Music? Just search for Real Presence Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes in the future. And don't forget to give us a good rating so others can discover the shows. Listen to your favorite RPR shows anytime, anywhere by subscribing on any podcast platform. Just search for Real Presence Radio today. You know, really, when I'm driving anymore, if I'm, you know, going to church, going to appointments, when I'm not praying, I only have one station on, and that's our Real Presence Radio. A ministry I've been doing long before I was a deacon, was ordained a deacon, is returning Catholics. I know that people have actually come to our program because they heard it being advertised on Real Presence Radio. And so uh, I also encourage people to listen to it, to maybe pick up some of the, you know, if they don't know the rosary, they can pray with the rosary, listening on, on uh, Real Presence Radio, or Divine Mercy Chaplet, or even hear the Mass. So there's a lot of opportunities to stay connected to your faith when you're out and about. And that's what I really encourage people to do. And, and I, I know it's, it's been a positive influence uh, in our diet. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere on Google Assistant devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. 
Welcome back on Real Presence Live. I am Dylan Reinhardt here at the Pius XII Newman Center, and I am with... Teresa Curley. <laughs> and we have a man who is a student here, a senior that we've been talking to for the past 15 minutes or so, uh, Roberto, who's been sharing about his encounter with the Lord this year and how he stepped into some more leadership-centric roles um, and going out actively on mission and in discipleship. So we left off with Roberto really to sum it up saying, you know, like, I didn't feel like I was worthy, but God called me, which points to that reality of like, Mm. God qualifies the called. He doesn't call the equipped, you know, Uh, which is really beautiful. So, Roberto, we were leaving it off, too, and talking about SEEK. You had mentioned briefly that you went on that um, conference literally just last weekend yep. <laughs> um, up in Bismarck at the University of Mary. Um, I'd love to hear. I know for all of you that were listening just about an hour ago or so, I had mentioned when I was talking about encounters that I've recognized and I've seen that have been impactful on campus, I mentioned how there was a young man who had a very profound encounter with the Eucharist and adoration. Um, And sure enough, right after I said that, it popped up on my phone that Roberto was going to be joining us, which is very providential. Um, So yeah, Roberto, how was SEEK? What was that conference like? Um, Yeah, so I mean... Going into Seek, I, I was, again, sort of looking for that next step in my faith, just because I, I knew that Seek was something that a lot of people enjoyed in the prior years, and I had heard about it, and I, I was just sort of looking for, for something more. Mm. So right when Seek was announced at the Newman Center uh, during Mass, I was one of the first ones to sign up, just because I knew that it was something I needed to go to, but I didn't really know what I was going to find. Um, I was just sort of hoping to have some sort of experience that brought me closer to God. But that's sort of where my expectations stopped because I didn't really know what to expect. Mm. And then, you know, we get to seek and even on the bus ride already, I'm enjoying myself having the time of my life, just getting to meet a bunch of great people, uh, talk with them Mm. up to Bismarck. And then we get there and I hear many of the speakers and all of them just have something that resonates with me and I, I'm taking notes and I'm just thinking like, wow, I'm so glad I came to this conference already. And then Saturday rolls around and again, there's more speakers. I think, wow, these are all great. I'm taking notes. I'm like, I'm going to bring this into prayer with me. This is great. I'm growing in my faith. But I could feel that adoration was going to be special already. I just mm-hmm. didn't know how. So adoration rolls around and... I just start kneeling, and then I, I look up at the Eucharist, and all of a sudden, just all these emotions wash over me. And I just put my head down, and I just start to tell God how sorry I am for, like, how sinful I am and all the things that I've done and how I've always just pushed them away. And then just all of a sudden, I just stop saying these things, and then I look up, and... the Eucharist was just different. Mm. I just saw it in a different light. And that's when I knew that, like, Jesus is really in the Eucharist. It's his body, blood, and divinity. And Mm. before, I didn't even, this wasn't something I was thinking about coming into Seek at all, was that I guess I didn't 100% believe that. Mm. Because, you know, as Catholics, we're supposed to. And sometimes it's just something that, Like somebody might say, yeah, Jesus is in the Eucharist. And you might say, okay, yeah, sure, I believe that. I'm a Catholic. Mm. But I guess I never really took the time to actually consider that and what that meant and how significant that was. Mm. But then just 
being in adoration, opening myself up and just telling God like, Hey, I'm here. Do with me as you please. He just opened my eyes and I saw the Eucharist in a new light. And then, you know, I had been struggling with feelings of not being loved or not being wanted, not being good enough. I'm sure a lot of people listening have also been struggling mm-hmm. with those feelings. But at that moment, when I looked up at the Eucharist, I just the feeling of being loved wash over me and being accepted, just all the all the great feelings that you might have, like mental clarity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have something that happens to you, and then the rest of the day your mind is just very clear and you feel great. I had that, but just it was on another level mm. uh, compared to mm. otherworldly things that might make your mind more clear. And yeah, I, I just, I realized then that I was, I was looking for love in all the wrong places and I wasn't really looking to God enough. But at that point I, I just felt so loved and my heart felt so pure and full with God by my side that I, I just knew like, okay, this is the significance of, mm. of Jesus. Like, you fully accepting Jesus and, and also the Eucharist and just, it was just life changing. Um, I can't really put it into words. I can't do it justice, but I, I definitely felt just that love and acceptance that I had quite truly never felt before. Praise God. Wow. Super beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. That is profound. Um, one thing that's really just resonating in my heart right now, um, for everyone listening with that, is like the Eucharist is real, right? Like that is Jesus Christ Himself, and like that receptivity, right? The thing that changes your heart being softened and made receptive, and you saying yes to receiving the fullness of that truth the body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, right? Mm. Like as Catholics, we just, we have such a gift in Jesus himself, literally transforming us from the inside out into his body. Um, that blows my mind. That right there is why I'm a missionary is to, <laughs> to see stuff like that and to hear this. And not only that, but I like, I get to know you too, which is so cool. So thank you for sharing that, Roberto. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. about to jump out of my chair. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot there. Mm. Like we could talk about that experience, mm. whatever. But we're gonna have to take a break in a minute. But um, what's something else that's like on your heart that you'd just like to share with our listeners? Like either about that experience or just moving on from that experience, or mm. really whatever. I'm putting words in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just real quick, I, I just want everybody to know that no matter what you're going through, how unworthy you might feel, there's always somebody else that's also struggling with that and. You know, coming from somebody that did struggle with that and that still does, just look to God and and really open your arms to Him and look at Him and know how much He loves you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Awesome. So, well, that was quick. We're going to have to have you on again, I think. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. For sure. I had a great time. Thank you. Thanks yeah. so much, Roberto. All right. Well, we're going to kick it up to Eli, and he's going to tell us what our show this is coming up next. Yes, Eli yes. Talk. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Tess. A great show today. Got another good one coming up to, uh, Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Brad Gray and Janine Bitson coming to you live from our Fargo studios. They'll talk with Jeff and Melissa Benda about the secrets to a lasting marriage. Then Bishop John Folda of the Diocese of Fargo will tell us about the grace that comes with making a retreat. Plus, John Finch from The Vigil Project will talk about restoring devotional prayer in the church. 
All this and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And as you mentioned earlier, of course, if you missed anything that came up on today's show or any of the past shows in the last, like, three years, you can find the podcast at realpresenceradio.com or on any podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, any of that good stuff. You can find Real Presence Live. Just search Real Presence Radio or go to realpresenceradio.com. Back to you. Awesome. Thank you, Eli. Eli is such a blessing. Mm. He's on point. Okay. Dylan, takeaways from the show. Blessings. Yeah. Encounter, 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 right? Like we're called to encounter Christ every moment of every day. Um, And I think something that I've seen, like talking to Avery earlier today, it's easy to get in that zone even really quickly after having a profound encounter into a complacent zone of, I just need to do the things. Mm. Um, So that encounter, like, are we encountering Christ every single moment of every day? Mm. Um, Do I spend time in quiet, in prayer to really like listen and receive our Lord? It's easy when we're busy to just throw that off to the side, but... Like our relationship with God is not just a priority, it's essential, right? So are we making our encounter with Christ essential every day? It's everything. (laughs) It is. It literally is everything. We wouldn't be here without it, (laughs) you know? Um, Yeah. How about you, Teresa? Anything? Yeah, I'm just super excited. Like for me, it was kind of encouraging. Like this, Mm. a lot of this came together kind of last minute, you know? Yeah, truly. We talked about like different ideas for whatever, but just to see how the Lord's really working and bringing it together, but then also mm. in the specific way of how how the Lord's working through young people is super exciting. Amen. Super exciting. Um, and I say this like I'm 97. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives me hope that the Holy Spirit has a purpose and he's going to walk with us. So. Amen. And like Bishop DeGrood says here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, ride the wave. You Absolutely. Know, ride the wave of the Holy Spirit, which is Absolutely. so beautiful. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for hosting, Dylan. I'm looking forward to next month. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Roberto. And thank you, Grace. All right. God bless. Have a great day, folks. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.